0: It's the Bible Rundown. It's David Cottle and Rob Lindley. We're live again. It is day 19. We are working through Genesis chapter 46 through 48. Old Testament this morning.
1: David, tell us about it. So we're wrapping up. Joseph has revealed himself to his brothers. They're reunited. And now we get to go back to Jacob and bring him to Egypt, Rob. And so chapter 46 is just the culmination of all this, right? Jacob uh, now knows that Joseph is not dead. He is alive. And in verse 3, God speaks to Jacob and he says, I am God, the God of your father, Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make you into a great nation. And what follows in this chapter is, again, one of these big genealogies. We've got a lot of names. What I want to highlight is where we end up in verse 27 of chapter 46. And the sons of Joseph who were born to him in Egypt were two. All the persons of the house of Jacob who came into Egypt were seventy. And Rob, the promise of God is I am going to make you a great nation. So go to Egypt. Mm. We're not going to give too much away just yet. But spoiler alert, when we get to Exodus, this is going to balloon way past 70. And it's just, I think, a good reminder for us. God uses things that from the world's perspective seem foolish and small to shame the wise. And here is going to be one of those things. The small nation of Israel will become mighty And great by God's doing.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to forget Genesis ten is the table of nations after the Tower of Babel, and they're separated, and there's seventy nations. And Mm. so God is 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 really bringing us back to a new nation in Himself here. It's a new people. It's a new creation, and He's going to make this a great nation. Millions of people are going to come out of the Exodus. It's interesting uh, as well in you know, God has already told Abraham that he would spend 400 years in Genesis chapter 15, and so he he knows. Uh, I, Abraham knew. I, I believe that Jacob knows here that that uh, that they're going to Egypt, and even though it looks good at the beginning, it won't end up well for them. But <clears throat> they settle in the land of Goshen, and it's interesting here that Joseph basically takes in verse in chapter 47 he takes everything from the egyptians in that in that an interesting concept of Joseph he takes all of of not only their money because he has the food but then he takes all their livestock and then he takes all the land and all the crops and so everything is now in control of the Egyptian government. And this will be an interesting concept as we go 400 years later as the Egyptians are now plundered by God's people, but right now Joseph who is who is has the hand of God on him has taken everything from the people uh, in order for them
1: to live in the fam- in the days of the famine. Absolutely. What about 48? You got anything for 48? Well, I've got a question for you, but um, before I get there, you know, we see the end of the life of Jacob, and uh, and again, it's interesting The Genesis has a lot of these recurring stories of a father giving blessing, and uh, not really something that I think culturally for us we're accustomed to, but these blessings have significance, and in a lot of times, you um, We don't use this term in our everyday vocabulary, but they're kind of these oracles, right? And Hebrews talks about, in faith, Jacob blesses. And so a lot of the way we need to view these, I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is this is something that God has planted into the heart and mind of Jacob to bless the sons of Joseph with a specific blessing that is not just his words, it is from the Lord. And so, Rob, that's kind of my question we see Jacob crisscrosses his arms, mm-hmm. so his right hand, the hand of blessing, goes on the younger son. And so we see this recurring theme of a younger son receiving what is perceived to right. be the stronger blessing. The but second there, Adam. Yeah, but is there anything we need to kind of understand and how, both how Jacob is blessing him and what the blessing is?
0: Yeah, so I think... I think, you know, obviously Jacob and Esau is the story of the younger brother who is blessed. And so Jacob is blessing the younger brother here. But I think as, as the story unfolds, we'll see Ephraim as the north mm-hmm. and northern Israel. And so God will bless uh, Ephraim as the largest tribe in, in northern Israel, and they will become uh, wicked Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, they will become wicked, and, and and they will be thrown out, and we'll see all these in the blessings and the curses next next tomorrow. But Ephraim will be blessed um, by God to be fruitful and be a very very large tribe in, in Israel's history. So mm-hmm. I think I think um, I think the blessing here is just is just showing uh, God's plan of salvation through Christ. And the second Adam, who is to come, is is just picturing back to uh, Jacob and Esau. What are your thoughts on it? I I don't disagree.
1: I'm going to go with your answer. I think that's good.
0: But it it is interesting that that Jacob not only blesses Pharaoh, and he receives all the the goods of Egypt, and then he blesses Ephraim here. And tomorrow we're going to see the blessing of Judah, which will carry us through to Christ because that is the most important. Actually, he's the most important person uh, here of, of Jacob's sons, not Joseph, which we think it's Joseph, but it will actually be Judah. So stay tuned for tomorrow. Bible Rundown here at the pod. See you later.